Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. to episode 120 of another woodshop podcast where this week we got a wise guy that moved all the way down to nashville to be a death metal country star when that didn't work out he turned his addiction to coffee into a business andrew from cold brew is here (laughs) quite the introduction pete is the hypest of all the hype men he's so good at his job but before we talk about any of that i did any of that I didn't even think that that was coming. That was good. No, he's oh, good. You should have yeah. seen when Jimmy DeResta was on here. It was real. Oh, everyone cried. No, <laughs> everyone <laughs> cried. Yeah, yeah. Three women in our audience got pregnant. It was unreal. Pregnant. So big <laughs> thanks to our uh, big by Jimmy. Big, by Jimmy, right? Jimmy went to their house, gave him the what for. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. He was. It, what his, was he, it? He was yelling, "Making it!" It made no sense. Uh, so uh, big thanks to our our three new patrons. You guys are amazing. Uh, Chappie over at Chappie Shed, Tim from Lock City Woodworks, VIP patron, you're the man, and Michael Flickinger, also a VIP patron. So you guys are uh, awesome. Did Thank you, you so much. There? I don't know. I'm going to check Explicit. the sensors. Hold on. Oh, uh, no, I did I, not. So big thanks. We should do the warning already. Uh, we yeah. have the sauciest like pre-show. Yeah. This is going to be Since explicit. Jimmy, so, yes, yeah. easily. So guys, earmuffs. Do you want me to yeah. just get it over with now? Because I'll just no, 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 no. Let's let's make <laughs> it work naturally, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. On. You got to get is, us in the mood first. Is uh, your mouth a bird? Because it is foul. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, no. Big thanks to Andrew for coming on the show. We're really excited to have Andrew here. He's with uh, Cold Brew Woodworking. He, you can find him on Instagram, also on uh, Instagram. And then and, no, you can find no, you can find him on Instagram, OnlyFans, TikTok, all the things. Actually, you're not doing TikTok anymore, right? You kind of you dumped no, it out I, of that. Yeah, I dumped out of that. I yeah, I yeah, yeah, deal with the shit it's, talking. Yeah, it's it's no dice. Well, uh, but anyway, we're, you gotta yep. you gotta shit talk back. That's the fun part. Oh, I know. I just could. I, I can't handle all the Instagram comments and then all the TikTok stuff. It's it's another job. Oh, it's just too much. It's too much. <laughs> Way too uh, much. We're gonna get into. We have a pretty strict show guideline every episode mm, nothing sure. we don't really deviate from anything so we have to very i go down a list here and i just check off items and the very first one is we have a review segment uh we go into reviews and it starts with this oh black betty ram lamb that's dan dunlap singing black betty and we're, we're gonna have to be very clear because andrew's never listened to not only our podcast but he's never listened to any podcast in fact he doesn't even I know what a podcast is the dictionary honestly, definition of what a podcast was so i didn't know until mike actually got me on here and he was like yeah. you want to do the podcast and i was like wow it's about time he's like uh i lost it so you're telling me there's radio on the internet yes yeah i I, uh, well, well, we he won. said he lost the bet, and then he was like, well, okay, <laughs> is, that, is that actually a no? And I was like, no, it's a yes. <laughs> yeah, and then we came on here, and Andrew was trying to record the his audio on Microsoft Paint. It was wild. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> no, no, no we're, so he, was, we're, he was doing it in Aspire. Yeah, he was doing it in Aspire. Yeah, he was trying to edit. Oh, a, 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 yeah, carve Yeah, carve Yeah, carve no, but we actually don't have any reviews. Actually, I didn't even check. I'm just going to assume we don't. So we don't have any do reviews. Those. I just wanted to play Dan's song because I love when he sings because he's got such a beautiful voice. Right, but uh, we next, we usually go into like what's on our bench. We didn't explain any of this to Andrew before the show. No, we did. Uh, Nothing. We, I, this get is ready for chaos. 
Basically, we, we talk about our week. It's uh, what's on our bench is like, what do you got going on right now? But we're not going to jump into that yet because we want to hear about Andrew behind hey, the scenes with I, Andrew. I got some stuff on my bench, but it's kind of we're going to get into that. Don't worry. It's going to happen. It's it's too, physically, oh, Dan, too, <laughs> either, Dan, either Dan or Max's colon has given out. You? Oh, Max. Max. Okay. All right. Max's, <laughs> Max's colon is no, really he came bad? back and he gave me a welcome gift <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get you to fall out of your chair again no i mean andrew how did you let's i mean give us the quick like thirty thousand foot elevation how'd you get into woodworking tell us all about it tell us about you uh well i started out because i needed furniture in my house that i was buying uh, well i thought i was going to be in an apartment stories all this time it is just everyone's story they didn't want to spend money on furniture so uh i i made my own uh it was one of those breadboard tables, but you know I didn't know how to do breadboards properly. So Pocket I used, I used no, 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 no. I, I drywall screw straight through. I did. <laughs> I used. I think my. I think they were uh, four inch breadboards, so I used like five and a half inch Torx like decking screws all the way through the breadboards. Mm. And, but that, I did have the. That ain't uh, going nowhere. Oh, definitely not. So, uh, yeah, I, I did a regular but. Glue up uh, butt joints, and uh, I did the. We know uh, about butt joints. Oh yeah, big time. But I did the uh, I did the screws into the end grain, and honestly, uh, I left it for the uh, the lady that bought my house because I I knew I was evolved. <laughs> hey, and, you buy this house, I'll throw in this table. <laughs> Look at how nice it is. It's still be- it's beautiful, and she was so ecstatic about it. And uh, so that's the reason why I got into woodworking because I wanted to have my own furniture and then I started building coffee tables and stuff and then I walked away from it for like a year. And then uh, I got on Instagram and I saw – not not my woodworking Instagram but just my regular personal one that I don't have anymore. And uh, I saw live edge tables and the epoxy stuff started coming out. And, you know, So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. So I, I picked up my first cherry slab. I think that was uh, May of 19. Something like that. I think it was May of 19. I got my first chair. 1906. Yes, 1906. Oh, <laughs> um, 2019. 2019, yes. So, oh. uh, yeah, we had to bring you up a couple years. So, um, I'm the yeah, math guy. It was, it was a coffee table and it came out like absolute shit because it wasn't killing dried right and it wasn't, you know, like any of that. But, uh, I, I got to mess with epoxy. I did an epoxy flood coat on it and just kind of took off with, interest at least and then i made my instagram september of 2019 not 1906 and then, um, <laughs> i first i started out just making jacuri boards i got my first bottle of water soil and i got uh my first red cedar um red cedar pack jacuri pack from black forest sawmill uh, if you guys know sean black over there yeah no i I, I used to buy from them too. Beautiful stuff. Great. I still to, still to this day. He's actually sending me a nine foot slab uh, Monday for a bar top. So. Oh, how do they even ship that now? Because I've only Freight bought like boxes. smaller stuff. Freight just crate them up. Yep, uh, not in a crate. They actually they just put it. Um, he honestly just takes cardboard and wraps it like he would like anything else, mm-hmm. but it gets shipped freight. So um, was right. So it just comes. You know, the guy comes that. walking down my driveway with the whole pallet jack deal. You know. Um, <laughs> With a slab on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be monster. But uh yeah, so it, it just kinda took off that way and you know, I, I know a lot of people that have done it that way, but it wasn't like I just had all of a sudden this interest for it. It just <clears throat> you know, I needed furniture. I didn't want to spend money. So I've noticed that a lot of people start that way. I 
Are woodworkers like the cheapest people on the planet or what? I started because I didn't want to pay for furniture, so I thought I'd make it myself. Hey, I became a mechanic. Uh, well, I started an auto body, but I became a mechanic because I didn't want to have to pay $150 an hour. That's the reason I became a, a porn star. I didn't want to have to pay for my own porn. Exactly. Exactly. No, See, but that's also back then, back when our time wasn't <laughs> that as valuable pretty nuts, as it Dan. is now. Pretty nuts. <laughs> Uh, make sure to listen to the pre-show about the pretty nuts thing. That's Mike dropped a bomb. That's the first uh, one. No, but I, I think of those. Andrew, that's a good point because like a lot of us got it, got into it that way because we had time. We had yep. time to learn it. We had time to kill and figure it out. Uh, we don't have time now. I think. So I, no. I think as you get more into it, you get busier. You start being like, you know, I'm now I'm going to pay someone to do this. I have lots of time. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. So like, like a perfect shows, example damn. of that is I was a certified master diagnostic technician for Toyota for seven years, and really? I have all of my ASCs all the way up to L1 uh, and reserted. So like I was at the top of. Um, Pete, did you want to tell them about your accreditation? I'm I have a level three the rogue gnome. I'm not the <laughs> best. <laughs> I. It's funny. I just don't know the reference. <laughs> I got, all right, you have to explain this now. It's a joke I had made a long time ago about you have to. Explain. We haven't heard I know it was perfect. I had to. It's, it's a joke I made about like an oh, episode seven about Pete. <laughs> like it was way back in the day. It's uh, I said Pete. Pete said I, I said Pete. I'm a level three rogue gnome or something about World of Warcraft, some video game or something like that. It was just oh, the only no. thing I could think of for the joke. And, and Dan calls it like World of Wizards or something. Like that. <laughs> That's so good. Sorry, Andrew. I got no, it written down, got, Dan, for the edit. No, Don't worry. That was perfect timing. That's Thank awesome. you. <laughs> so, right, Dan, not to flex on your certification, I'm but fine. I'm kind I'm of fine. a big deal. Okay. We just got to make sure okay. Dan's alive. No. Dan, oh, this is a weekly thing. Oh, no, Don't oh, no, no. Dan is not good. Right. We just have to move past it and accept it. <laughs> this show is to die for. <laughs> yeah. just, I got to make sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, so perfect example of that. Um, I am doing this full time, obviously. And... Um, or maybe not, obviously for everyone that's listening, I'm doing this full time cause I'm an idiot and I should have explained that. Um, but <laughs> you know, as simple as an oil changes, uh, I have a lifted Tacoma and I can just crawl under there. I don't have to use a jack or anything. So, you know, You're as hard flex, as it seems, okay. as hard as, as hard as it's, you know, as easy as it seems to go out there and just do an oil change on it, it takes away from this. And, and yep. yes, I'd much rather just go and spend the extra 20 bucks because it costs me $55 and uh, stuff to do the oil change instead of just going and paying $75 at the dealership. So, yeah, yeah. good point. And they can do it in 15 minutes. Exactly. Instead of crawling around on the ground and it's like 110 degrees here, real feel. And uh, it's <laughs> real just, feel. yeah. And then you have to get rid of the oil too. So, yeah, I would say that um, as you progress, and you start to lose. Some things aren't doing worth doing things. for yourself. DIY is cool, exactly. but some DIY is no point. There's no point <laughs> yep. doing it when there's a place that does it way better. Or like drywall. Exactly. If I have to do drywall now, like a good amount of it, I'm I'm subbing that out. Oh yeah, yeah. Drywall is a pain in the ass. No, actually, I, I I take that back. Drywall is way easier than spackling. Paint. Oh, or pest infestations. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. Pete brought some random thing up. I'm just going to bring up one too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of like stuff that we would do because like we're Mold handy. abatement? <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> hiding. <laughs> Demoldifying my house? No, yes. Definitely hired out. Oh, God. Sorry. So Sorry. good. Uh, but yeah, that's. Corporate you know. legal defense? <laughs> 
I'm for <laughs> sure no, getting a lawyer. DIY that's... corporate. <laughs> I, I got a group on. It's a new niche class. on TikTok. <laughs> DIY corporate legal defense. <laughs> you missed. You missed Pete saying he got a group on to a legal class. <laughs> I haven't redeemed it, but I have the coupon. Yeah. So like, it's still good. I have the coupon it's code. It's good for sixteen months. Yeah. Oh my God. Sure, they're still in business. <laughs> coupon for legal corporate legal. Yeah. <laughs> it's down at like Jimmy's Discount Legal Advice and Tires. Yeah. Mm. It's high so sold on tires. Thank you. No. No, uh, that's awesome. I mean, you know. That's a great backstory. It's always cool to see where people come from, for sure. Like, we always like to ask that question. It's kind of, it's the opener. Like, it it helps to get it. We used to kind of jump into it after what's on my bench and stuff, but we found, we got feedback from people like, hey, we don't really have any. any who the hell yeah, is like, guy just, yeah, yeah, we, have no com- we have no context for this person <laughs> that's telling us about their week. So we just want to make sure we get in there. I mean, is there anything else you wanted to add? We want to hear about yeah, it. I mean, so what are you doing? I mean, we, we did it in the, um, we did it in the, uh, what do you call it? The pre-show. So yeah. uh, just real quick about cold brew. I just no wanted rush. to fill in everyone. You don't have to do anything the, real uh, quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. But uh, the actual. Hurry up and take your time. The name itself. Uh, I was making my own cold brew coffee and my dad was like, well, if you're going to woodwork, why don't you just, and you know, if I'm making coffee tables, why don't you just run with it? And it just became this thing. And honestly, I've gotten so many compliments with this like mason jar saw blade deal that we came it's up good with. Brand. And um, he, he, if you look really closely, it says freshly made coffee tables and more. On, on <laughs> when you uh, when you say so. you were making your own cold brew, were you just putting Folgers in the fridge or no? Nope. <laughs> putting so beans was... in a sock. What were you doing? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to go back to the show. BVD um, juice. We gotta, yeah, we, gotta, we gotta rewind. Um, but no, it was it was a whole steeping process and everything. You got to grind them up. You got to put them in the mason jar. You got to steep it for twelve hours, and then the man. That sounds like a lot of work. A, it, it was a it was a job. And you know, fun. you could just buy that pre-made, right? <laughs> yes, but okay. I was actually I was actually selling it to the guys at work. DIY cold brew. <laughs> I was actually selling it to the guys at work. I would bring mason jars and bring them coffee every morning. So I was like a whole. The only Starbucks. reason I keep this job so I can sell these guys coffee. Exactly. <laughs> so good. Not the eighteen hundred a week. Just just the five bucks. A, the five bucks yeah. a mason jar. Yeah. <laughs> Put my kids oh, to college. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Let let's uh let's jump into some. Oh no no. What am I doing? We're not doing any of that. That's silly talk. We're Calm doing what's down. on my bench. Listen, I'm doing it. All right. I've got the button right here. What's on my bench? That's Dunlap singing. What's on my bench? Uh, if you didn't know, you've never listened to the podcast before. If your name's Andrew, you would now know that. So I'm going to actually throw it right to Who invited Andrew? this guy? <laughs> Andrew. Yes. What's going on? What do you got going on right now? What are you working on? What do you got going on in the shop? doesn't have to be in the shop either. Just kind of life. What you got going on? So, um, I just finished up. Maybe not finished up. It's, it's almost there. I got to do something with the base, but, Finish. um, I just pretty much completed a seven foot by 40 inch, uh, epoxy river table. Um, I know everyone. It's looking beautiful. Loves that or hates it. I don't like um, them, but it looks it's good work. <clears throat> so that one was a lot of fun because I got to get um, you know all of our friends at Bidwell involved. Um, first of all, with the finishes, um, the pour itself obviously super clear, but uh, the pigment was the moon dust. And yeah. Oh, that stuff looks dope. Yeah, everyone, it does look good. Everyone was doing, uh, you know, charcuterie boards and stuff with it, and uh, <laughs> super. I had I, I was slacking with Super Clear. They got on my ass, so uh, they were like, "Hey, like, what's going on with all those end grain boards?" And I'm like, "Shit!" So uh, 
I'm like, all right, we're going to go big. We'll go big. So I was like, I'm just going to do this table. And uh, I always wanted to make one with that big spider base. So I had a mm. uh, local welder here uh, called Elemental Art House. They designed, well, I showed them a picture and then they made a come, they made it come to life here. And uh, <laughs> I was like super excited about it. And I was like, it's got to be a big thing. So I took two nine foot walnut slabs that I had from Black Forest Sawmill and um, I cut them down to seven foot, made a form, and then I decided to do the moon dust. Um, I got all three of the colors. I mixed them all together, kind of just Ooh. flow them in there and mixed them up and saw what happened. And what you'll see on my page is the final result. And yeah, I'm, hoping, uh, I'm hoping that it goes because <laughs> it's an inventory piece and it's a very expensive inventory piece. <laughs> Andrew, you said stuff scares me to death. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, it's all right. Uh, Andrew, you said local. Where is local to you? And I think that's an interesting story about how you've jumped around. So, yeah, true. How'd you um, how'd you move from Long Island to <clears throat> Nashville? Aside from the the bet you, know, you lost, trying to be an artist, trying <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> so, to be a musician. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he you know, he went over that in the in the beginning. Um, <laughs> no, that that was complete. That was completely Pete. Um, but I, I I do actually play death metal, but I didn't come down here for music purposes. Like Nickelback. Um, Yes, Nickelback. Um, so I, Nickelback I, lived, I lived on Long Island, and I was just you know too close to the city. I was just I, well, actually, it's funny because I'm actually closer to Nashville than I am uh, I was to actual New York City. <laughs> Stupid, but uh, yeah. So I just was tired of Long Island. I was there for a while. I needed a change and everything, and I came down here. Um, I moved in with my girlfriend at the time, and um, <laughs> now uh, I got my wood shop here and. I've, I actually do enjoy Nashville, so I'm about 20 minutes outside of Nashville. Uh, where the shop was that did the welding is dead smack in Charlotte Avenue um, in Nashville. So, uh, yeah, it's su- it's super nice here. Everything is a lot like, you know, it's not really as fast-paced. Um, that's kind of what I was trying to get away from. Uh, I yeah. wanted to be more of an environment where everything is kind of more relaxed and uh, less expensive, but... You know, now that it's 115 degrees, uh, your utilities start to take over the cost of living. So, uh, you know, that doesn't really help. But so I shot myself in the foot there. But maybe build a bunker, <laughs> DIY bunkers. DIY Pro, bunkers. It's pros and cons. Yeah. Some benefits. If I insulated my shop a little better, then, uh, you know, stay a little cooler in here. But I got the AC blasting on 72 and it's only 85 degrees in here. So <laughs> I feel your pain on that. It's yeah, the worst. Same. It is. But yeah, I, and nothing, uh, you know, I really just wanted to get away from the city. That was the biggest thing. I was selling my house and taking advantage of the market and uh, smart. Down. Yeah. Nice. I thought, cool, I thought so. And I got to dump all my money into buying a saw stop. And Bitcoin. Sort of stuff. Oh, saw stop. Yeah, no, no, no. Not Bitcoin. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woodworking tools. I lost all my money in Bitcoin. Infinity and all this other stuff. You know. Oh, you have a Onefinity as well. Yeah. Oh, fun. I hear they're good machines. Right there. There it is. Nice. Yep. Awesome. PD, what do you got going on this week? Me? Yeah. Is he done? Are you done? I think. I don't know. Right, I, well, I'm just making. I assume he's done. I was oh, trying yeah. to be a he's, seamless he always, transition there. Yeah, Thank you for ruining seen, it. No one. No one wants. No one wants to see me do the epoxy <laughs> art. You know, like the the whole wave thing. I got an order for like. I do. Oh, but do. talk about that. That's that's so important because like you always got so much going on. 
Yeah, so but I, Steve, no, one wants, no one wants to see me, you know, in yoga pants and doing the whole. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I do. I've said it. I've been a subscriber to your OnlyFans for 16 months. <laughs> the only one, oh, only man. top tier. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, I, I do the I do the waves and all that other stuff. I mean, that's part of like that's this? part of it. That's part of it. <laughs> yeah, the that wave. Um, oh, wait. But very, the epoxy art, I don't very, really. I don't very like visual. Joke. I don't like I mean, to advertise. You know that I do it because I don't. Dude, get orders stuck are doing orders. It. It's yeah. still keeping you busy. You know, that's true. It's keeping. A that's shop actually afloat. smart. You know, you don't want to advertise that you do one certain thing because you'll get stuck doing it. Like, you know, I know several people do that, including <laughs> myself. I don't advertise some things that I do. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I you don't want to get pigeonholed. Okay. Yeah, um, it definitely uh, becomes repetitive, and then you start. I'm the type of person that, like, you know, gets gets bored with a, with the same projects mm-hmm. very easily, and I like to kind of bounce around. So, if I'm stuck, do right now, I'm doing ten of the. Actually, it was ten Florida boards, and then it was ten regular boards, uh, but they all have the waves, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, you're sanding ten boards at a time, and you're like, oh, come on, like, just let's get over with it, but. uh I was just like, you know what? I'll just build a ten thousand dollar table as inventory. Why not? That'd be nice. <laughs> so you you don't even have a client for that table. You're just hoping that somebody buys it. Yep. I uh, I yikes. Uh, so if you're looking for a table, <clears throat> reach out to me. Let me know. Uh, so what, what's some I'll other stuff that's deal. here like for thirty <laughs> percent? Yeah, for thirty <laughs> percent. Um. So what you know you're saying like you you do some stuff that you're not posting all the time. Like what is putting bread on a table? you know, meat on a grill. Like what is the thing that like, maybe you don't post a lot, but like you make a lot of us. I mean, is it just cutting boards or other so, stuff? Are you doing other work on the side? I, I post, I post everything that I do for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't like push it that much. Um, I, I have the listings. I do have an Etsy as well. I, I, I restarted that because I, I do want multiple streams of, uh, you know, people coming in. So I did, start my Etsy page up again. I just hiked up the price because, you know, Etsy wants to play games like that. Um, And then I have my website as well. But it's not so much I don't, like, post it or anything like that. It's more just I don't want to, you know, be the the resin artist. I mean, look at me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not the type of person that you're gonna look at and be like, he does ocean waves. You know, like that's not what I really. <laughs> want to be. That's not what I want to be really known for. So it's nothing against them. I do them, and I respect the shit out of them. There's people that do way better ones than I do. Um, but uh, so most of my stuff is. Uh, it's not where your and, heart is. Exactly. Yeah. And grain cutting boards is uh, <clears throat> a big thing of mine, uh, especially now that I'm doing the uh, the actual end grain wood inlays with the CNC. Um, I'm basically just my epoxy charcuterie boards was what made me who I am today. And, uh, I still continue to like to do those. So that and jewelry boxes, I make the burl boxes now with the epoxy and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's a wide variety of stuff. Well, maybe not wide, but it's a good variety of stuff. Um, that just keeps it coming. You never know. That's cool. I'll make a, I'll make a dog. I'll make one of those, you know, dog crates, one of those, uh, big, You'll make anything. A I'll, make any, I'll make whatever. Yeah, kennel. There you go. Um, kennel yeah, Media yeah. Center. <clears throat> yep, exactly. Slash barber chair. As long as it's not. <laughs> as long as it's not cabinetry, and as long as it's not some table that I can't really. Or drywall. Around. Or drywall. That is. I hate drywall. From what I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's a pain. Corporate no, legal no, defense. Spackle. Spackle's worse. Spackle's worse. Spackle, spackle's worse. Yep. But, All right, yeah, Pete. Go for All it. All right, I'll go. Um. So I mean, I've just been I've been slammed with uh, Etsy orders this week. I don't know what's happening. Um, 
Well, I sent out, I guess I sent out a bunch of samples of the, like the sander holder and a bunch of people have been posting them and that's been driving other traffic. So I've been trying to pick up uh, my workflow a little better. Dan, you okay? I, no, I just right. realized I haven't too. posted mine that's, yet. It's fine. I, I sent it out to people for honest feedback. Um, <laughs> you know, getting people to repost and like talk about it is like just a nice little bonus. Um, but it, you know, it, it's it been, uh, it's been busier than it's been a little bit. And I'm kind of like, because I talked last week about holidays coming up and having to make stuff for that. I'm like, my workflow right now in there is is good, but it could be way better. So, um, are you the first I, Christmas guy? The first Christmas? Are you the Are you the first Christmas? Are you the first guy on Instagram to announce Christmas gifts? Probably. I don't know, but like, is this probably. July? It, it seems so I know it's early. July. It's July. Like, <laughs> no, there's people that I, I I follow that are already talking about getting they're getting Christmas orders because they have their ornaments or whatever on their site. Oh, yeah, Etsy shop, and like there, there's people already buying from them, and I'm like, wow, this is uh, it's coming up. But also for just regular sales, even before I had like ornaments or whatever, the holidays make my year on Etsy. Like yeah. I'll sell more in those three months from like November to January than I do the rest of the year sometimes. So, so I, you know, I want to get my workflow down. Uh, I need to. I I got couple more 3d printers set up uh down there already so i need to figure out just how to lay them out i actually got to run like annoying maintenance like i gotta tune them i gotta update the firmware and stuff i keep putting i hate it yeah so it's like it i keep putting it off but that's that's literally going to be an entire day of just sitting there and, and doing that stuff um but I've, I've been trying to do a lot of more designs just try to um you know mix it up a little bit but i have so many little things right right now that it's all distracting me from working on and wrapping up some of these projects but I actually, I had a customer drop off. Uh, I was making these like ice climbing training <clears throat> tool things that are a lamination of like wood. So it's Baltic birch, metal, Baltic birch, and we screw it together, round it over, clean it up, and I laser it. Uh, and I deliver it finished to them. They just dropped off another order of them. So this is a client from a couple of months ago where, you know, they asked me what, what it would be. I told them my price. And then I, once I learned how long it would take to do everything and the labor involved, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, yeah, guys, I'll them. finish off. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, um, I had to give him the uh, the pretty nuts price after it's that. Pretty I was like, guys, it's pretty nuts. Guys, <laughs> the price is going to be pretty nuts. But no, because I, you know, I, I like learned my value. It was like one of those like worst and best jobs I've ever done. Uh, and I quoted them ridic- that ridiculous price, the FU price. And uh, they came back like three weeks ago. And they're like, hey, can we do another batch? At, I'm like, at the new price, it would be this. And they're like, okay. Okay, it's not an cool. FU Love price that. if it's just your price. No, no, it's not. No, but but <laughs> it was like two and a half times what I charged them initially, and they still it was like, a corrective. It was a corrective price adjustment. Yes. <laughs> that sounds so, much better than FU price. Yes, that <laughs> it's very, very political. Very. No, 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 no. We don't call it that anymore. It's a corrective <laughs> price adjustment, sir. It's pretty uh, nice. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it it's good. So uh, the nice thing is I'll be able to actually get some help in the shop and. Um, uh, Jake's gonna come in and help me out to get this stuff wrapped up, but I, I got a few months to. Hmm? Jake, who? Just Jake. say Jake, like we all know. Oh, Jake from sorry. State Farm. Jake from State yes. Farm. Uh, Jake <laughs> from JV Woodworks. Jake Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, Jake's gonna be coming in and help out in the next couple of weeks. It's just a little tough because like, I was looking at my calendar for the next two months, and almost every weekend I have something planned or some trip or somewhere. Um, there might be like another maker meetup happening soon. Basically yes. every weekend until, uh, maker camp is almost booked. Like I have one free weekend. So a lot of this stuff needs to get done during a week. 
I just got to get better on that. And then the rest of the stuff, I've just been doing like super lame house stuff. We set up our gym in the basement where uh, we have to, we're planning out actually studs and drywall for the basement because we're going to be framing everything out <laughs> and actually making it. With your livable. with your basement gym, I'm picturing the gym that Dwight set up in the office. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! With the door that locks from the inside. Yeah. No, no, no. That was the that was oh, the that daycare. Was the kid. Yeah, it was the kids. Yep. <laughs> no, it's super so classy. Good. There's like an old carpet on the ground. It's nice. But we have I have a bike there. I'm able to do the Apple Fitness thing. It's it's nice. But it's all boring stuff. It's like household chores again. Uh, Mike, what are you up to? Uh, finished up insulation this week. That was horrible, horrible. Insulation is the worst. I really hate insulation. Uh, you know, I got that done. idea for next time. Hire, hire that out. out. <laughs> you know how much it was? How much the quote was for that? Ten thousand dollars. That's how much my table is. <laughs> yeah, barter. Yeah, I could do some trade. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, my buddy Andrew's got a table for you. He'll let me have it, so I can get my insulation free. Yeah, no. Well, I, I was, was going to say have Andrew do it, and then he can give you the table for ten thousand. That makes <laughs> sense. This is great. You're <laughs> this like is going, uh, this is going good. I'm a negotiator well. as well. <laughs> this is the negotiator. The negotiator. No, we, we got a <laughs> negotiator. It. it took Sean and I three days. It was really miserable. I was getting up. I've been getting up early all this week, get, going straight out there. What's early to you? Like six. You're, you're an early guy anyway. I've been getting up at five thirty this week for it, oh. and then I I get out there at like oh. I get out there at like six thirty or seven oh. after I run. A- Andrew, what's early for you? Oh man, dude, when you work for yourself, oh, I, well, preach, uh, Andrew. Mike works Tell so him. Today, 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 I woke up at four a.m., but that was because I had a what the hell? That was it. I, I but, nightmare. But a regular up. like early day. Um, what is it? Regular early day, I'd say is earliest seven thirty. Like okay. I'm not out of bed until like eight fifteen. Yeah, that's oh, that's that about more I'm the same. Reasonable. Yep. Yeah. Mike's so I've I've been finding myself <laughs> working super late at night mm. after I'm done with work, and I'm I'm it's getting worse and worse. <clears throat> I'm working later and later and later after I get done with the shop. I'm doing more and more computer stuff, and I found that getting up earlier is allowing me to have more time in the morning to get the computer work done, and then I don't work on it in the evening. So it's just a better workflow for me. Uh, but this week was rough, though. I was working, getting up early, going out. I was getting up, running, going out to do insulation. And then when Sean and I would get done with insulation after like eight, nine hours of that, then we were going into the shop and working for like four or five hours. It was a really rough week. But we got the insulation is done. Plywood all gets delivered tomorrow. I've got like 40 sheets coming. We're going to sheath all the walls all the way up to the ceiling. <clears throat> and then it's next will be electrical. Have you thought about doing drywall? Andrew likes it. I uh, I actually for all your drywall needs. I actually looked at at drywall because it's like one eighth the price of the plywood. It's like thirteen dollars a sheet for the plywood, not white one eighth, but like twenty percent of the price. Thirteen dollars sheet like, for the plywood. What for the drywall? Sorry, it's like oh, thirteen dollars no, okay. a sheet for the drywall. <laughs> was like, My heart drywall. was all fluttering. Yeah. I was like, where pricing? The plywood. The plywood's fifty bucks a sheet, and it was, it was thirteen yeah. bucks for the for the drywall. And, was, eh, and then I was either. like. No, well, it's half I, get, inch. I get really good oh, price. Okay. Yeah, it's half inch. It's half oh, okay. inch uh, white gotcha. birch. So I'm just, it's just birch? for the walls. Yeah, white birch. It's a nice ply too. I know, it's nice. So it's, it's, uh, it's paint grade, white birch. It's nice. Or not paint grade. It's, it's, uh, it's grade, grade B2. Yep. You want to hear what so, I paid today? What? I paid, I, I, I believe it was the same grade. Um, maple, 115 a sheet. Three quarter. <laughs> yeah, maple, <laughs> maple for that would be probably like 90 bucks here for that. Great. Anyway, so I got 
I got those coming tomorrow, but tomorrow morning, Matt, my, uh, Matt and I are going in the morning to deliver this white oak table we just finished today. I That white oak table is so Oh, with the sick. fun base? <clears throat> yeah, that table That's is so dope. sick. Dope. I mean, so I, awesome. I, that table is not my style, but the, the, the time Sean and I put into that table... So like I'm so proud of that table. Like the in the what really what really made that table not such a nightmare was the design time I put into it because I all the the joints so the tent I don't know if this is going to work very well on a podcast but for the people watching so that arch mm-hmm. that arch on it you can't tell but where that other knee brace arch hits into it I made that flat on the template, so it's a flat spot for the glue up. Nice, so in, so the, you can't even, yeah. So you have a perfect glue up. So they're both flat. It's a flat joint up against each other. So, but on the on the profile line, your eye follows that that arch still, so you don't even notice that it's a flat. Yeah, you can oh, barely I feel tell. Now, what was your yeah, inspiration, out in a, in what was your inspiration for that table? Uh, that five <laughs> different table bases that the customer sent me that they oh, like. Really? I I I made an amalgamation and of all of them. Dude, and I, nickel, I, I, nipple front. Honestly, like that is that is some serious woodworking, man. Like that yeah, is it, honestly, like yeah, you sent it in the. Um, I think you might have sent it in the. Uh, what do you call it? In first? the group. In the group in the Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy <clears throat> shit! He's got a CNC and a domino. He's not a real woodworker. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, doesn't we. Matter. That is serious. So the the glue up we had was was stressful. Well, anyway, it was really cool, really cool table. I really hope we can get more of them. I really want to make it like a thing. I really liked it. The the I don't like the finish choice. I mean, I like the finished product we use, but I don't. They wanted like a they, we did a charcoal base and then a a, a lighter gray top. Um, I would have liked it to be all uniform, but it's not my table. Yeah, I so, noticed um, that right away. I was like, well, that's yeah. different from my. Yeah, so it was not me it's not my table also right. i wanted a i wanted a big a massive under bevel and i had <laughs> what i was going to do was <clears throat> this is actually eric curtis's idea he was up here last weekend or the weekend before or something oh, so what i was going to do is netflix star giant, yeah eric netflix curtis. star eric curtis he was he was here and i was trying to like we were trying to workshop how to make this giant under bevel on the scene <clears throat> he's like he's like oh make a jig to hold your biscuit joiner at 90 and the biscuit joiner is going like this and then you crank it to the side and run it along the edge of the thing with like an edge stop so with an edge guide so it has like a feeler bearing along there and the biscuit mm-hmm. joiner will cut that profile along the whole edge but you're pushing up against the feeler i'd have to sketch it out but it was i had built the thing for my lamello uh my lamello was going to be able to do it it was going to be perfect but the, the customer didn't want that Oh, I was going to say that would have made so, amazing content. The co- this, the video would have yeah. been oh. sick. Like the, the little jig I made, because I'm going to try to do it on another table. You should do it anyway. Soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it soon on another table because the, the jig is awesome. You can use just a biscuit joiner or the lamello. It doesn't matter. But does the um, jig, like, sick. does it stand up or whatever? It stands the lamello up. So the jig is up. The jig is up. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to work that in is somehow. pretty Thank nuts. You. I got to jump shit. in. What is the lamello? Uh, Lamello is sure. a really a nice biscuit bar. joiner. What no, it? it's not a biscuit joiner. It's it's uh, Lamello is the pe- that's is the company joiner. that. No, it's not. Lamello <laughs> makes a biscuit joiner. Okay. This machine is not the biscuit joiner. This is a uh, the Lamello Zeta P2. It, it's like got six different systems to it, and it cuts a, a T shaped slot into the wood. You'll have to look it up, but it, it cuts a T shaped slot in the wood. It's for cabinet work. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a pretty pricey machine, but uh, for cabinet work, it makes it really fast. Wait, they have how does it do cl- a T shaped 
I the blade is shaped like a T. Mm-hmm. And when it, so it, the blade is shaped like a T and when it gets to the full depth, it does a wiggle and it cuts oh. that T with the blade oh, cool. and then comes oh, back. Oh, that's how everything clips in. Okay. Yeah. Wiggle, so wiggle, everything wiggle. clips. Yeah. <laughs> My lamello don't wiggle, wiggle. Oh, anyway. Don't, uh, so. Don't, don't. <laughs> well, then your lamello don't work right. <laughs> no, I was doing my, I was doing my, my TikTok reel. Okay. No, so they uh, have two machines. One is the lamello. Well, they, the have, a, they have a biscuit joiner. And then the, the Zeta P2 is what I have. They invented Got the biscuit it. joiner. So the they have a biscuit joiner, but the the Zeta P2 is the machine I have, and it has multiple systems in there with that T slot. It is, the it's a sick That's machine. Cool. Um, but it uh, but I was gonna use that to cut that shape, and I've got the jig done and everything. It was it was Eric's idea, hundred percent. It it would work perfectly. So, um, but the customer was like, we want a Roman OG, and I was like, what? Look, I was like, look, we can't. <laughs> I, I didn't say it to him. And you know what? The guy actually, I, I can't oh, listen to the show. Him? You hate him? No, no. He's a great guy. The customer no, no, is no, awesome. No, 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 no. Not the, not the customer. Oh, the OGs? The OG, yeah. Yeah. It's How can not, you hate the OG? 1983. Um, so we, <laughs> but I was like, hey, look, I just don't think, because it's got that bevel and then the round, right? <clears throat> this, and I was trying to push a bevel, which was the wrong course for the design on this thing. This thing should not have hard lines. It needed, because it has those sweeping legs, it needed the cove. So he was like, what about a cove? So we did the cove on the underside. I think it looks great with this table. I think it's a great a great look for this table. Anyway, we're delivering that tomorrow. Plywood's coming. And then next week, we're starting on um, we're starting on a big L-shaped bench. Uh, it's like a farmhouse style thing. It's a, it's a cabinet piece bench. It's like a bench for a dinette, like a nook bench. Mm. Um, and it's going to be L-shaped, like seven and a half feet by five and a half feet. And that's then we're doing the nook. dining table. <laughs> I hope you got hope, – that's a big trunk you got there. I hope I can fit my bike in it. Big nooks. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's that movie? I, I should don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, find, so I'll pull the audio for you, Dan. Yeah. I'll pull the audio for you, Dan, to put at the end of the show. Um <laughs> Ah, uh, is it? This is forty. Well, anyway, uh, it's Paul Rudd for sure, um, and that blonde chick. Now I got to know what it is. But anyway, Luke Bryant. It's it's Luke the Bryant. guy from Dogwood Custom Built. Or is that Brian? Luke? Anyway, um, no, we uh, Luke Bryant's a country singer, I think. Oh yeah, that's or a rodeo right. star. I don't know. He's a country singer for sure. No, we uh, you might we're doing here. the we're doing the bench, we're doing the table, and we're doing the seats. And then right now we got the grounding box is going on and then I don't think I said it last week, but maybe I did, but we got everything dialed away for those uh, monopoly boxes. We're doing 55 of those, Uh, but the wood is all ordered. That's going to be here in a week. Uh, But the customer just informed me that the order of 55 is going to actually be an order of a hundred. They're ordering 45 more. So uh, he he told me by asking me if we could do, um, he wants each box like one of 100. So we're going to be engraving each one. Like, so it's a series. So they're a limited run. This, this will only be a hundred. That's all we'll ever do with these boxes. And then it's done. So once we're done with these, we'll get these other 45 going. And then the game Which is, is cool. live boxes. One of one. <laughs> yeah. Then it's life. Opoly. It's a total. Operation. Opoly. Yeah. Shoot the ladders next. Shoot, yeah. It's going to be great. No, I, I wouldn't mind doing them there. Now that, now that we have like all the prototyping was the hardest part, like getting the customer to agree to everything was such a slow process. Um, but it was, but I get it. This is this guy's vision. 
It's his dream coming to life. He doesn't have the ability to do it. Someone else has to bring his vision. You're not going to get sued by Hasbro or anything like that, right? I have Whoever. nothing to do with. I have nothing to do with it. I'm manufacturing <laughs> something. I didn't make the game board or the game pieces. I'm literally making a box and a banker's tray. So that has nothing to do with me. Um, and my customer is an LLC, so and I then, think they know yeah. what they're doing. So. And then later you can uh, have in your Etsy shop like banker's trays. Yeah, banker's Baker tray, tray or... game. <laughs> Baker one of games? three thousand nine hundred. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, one of three thousand nine hundred eighty, or till we need to increase the number. No, it's uh, we got that going on. It's crazy. Um, that's it. I'm not gonna talk about anything else. Shop stuff. Uh, Dan. Oh, is it my turn finally? Oh, is Dan well, I actually have more to talk about than coffee. You ready? Buckle up. I don't. I call uh, BS. That was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Etsy, Etsy? yada, yada. Yeah, you know what I'm going (laughs) to say. Etsy's keeping me busy. I'm very happy with that. Uh, We were just talking about the holidays and how the holidays generate the most income on Etsy. And I'm super stoked to see what the holidays bring this year. Because I've been making a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with the holidays. So I'm wondering if that'll drive more traffic still. Mm -hmm. Time will tell. Um, You're gonna have a crazy holiday season, dude. I hope so. Store. You better I, start brainstorming some project, some products I right like now. Money. Zero naps. I no like naps money. for you, man. No, um, zero naps. Come on. Enjoy your February delivery on your Christmas ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, no. all these damn attacks. 2023. You just dropped that uh, that Laguna piece today, right? You just did the um, the saw the saw clearance. Insert. Oh yeah, the zero clearance insert mm-hmm. yep. for the Laguna F1 F2. F2. Yeah, so nice. you're basically doing F1 F2. Them. They're the same, right? Probably. They might. The insert, I think. I'm sure. Yeah, I got that file from. Uh, thank you for mentioning that. I got that file from Jake over at a sweet shop. Uh, he was nice. kind enough to share that with me, and he said, "Hey, put it on your store." And I was like, "Here, have a saw stop file." So we switched files. Um, so yeah, if you want to buy that file, go hit up Jake. Did the paramedic um, yet or no? Never got Do it. I have the power medic? I don't know. If not, I'll get you to measure. Oh, I got the dimensions for the PM two thousand. I just haven't cut it yet. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I got I got the dimensions when I was over at my buddy uh, Bill Bill Big Bill Macbeth for big, from artisan Bill, made designs. Bill Burr? Not Bill Burr. No, he's not real big actually. But that Bill Burr, he's a small guy. Um, <laughs> I ran into him once on the streets of Council Bluffs, Iowa. Anyway, that's another story for another time. Just always drop name dropping the people you meet where you live. Like Warren uh, Buffett, your best friend. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. I didn't even hear. Warren um, Buffett, your best friend. Oh yeah, my neighbor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, me and me and Warren, we're besties. We have hot dogs together. It's, it's a good time. Ugh. I call him. Buffy. It's like that gif. He just throws it back at your face. <laughs> Can you imagine Warren Buffett being? <laughs> The hot dog face gif? <laughs> How's our lawyer? You got him handy? Yeah. Lawyer's ready. Um, yeah, group on. Don't worry. <laughs> so, uh, last Sunday, this past Sunday, I went to an open house for a local Sawyer. That was really fun. Um, talked to him for a while. He showed me his inventory, and, and I, wa- I walked around, did some stories, got some free uh, food, which is always nice. Uh, I did pick up oh, a new wind. slab. I picked up a, I picked up a, it's like seven feet long by 36 inches walnut slab. And someday I'm going to make that into my new desk. 
Someday. For some reason, I thought you said I misheard. I didn't realize that was seven foot long. That that is a really pretty slab. That was cool. That's a cool graph. It's got a lot of figure in it. It's going to take a lot of epoxy, so I'll be hitting a total boat for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's probably going to sit for like over a year, I would imagine. I I just don't have time to get to it right now. It's it's yeah. one of those future projects that I want to get to someday type type of thing because the desk I'm at now, I made this desk. Man, six six or seven years ago. I mean, it's nice, but I think it could be nicer. Um, and then like I, I did some more resin desk. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like river table desk. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, hit up Andrew. And Elongated get some, body. Get of some water pro tips table. on the epoxy porn. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I did some uh, custom bow ties for another local woodworker. He's working on this uh, a very large bar top for a local hunting lodge. It's like a very prestigious, like private club. He showed me pictures of it. It's mm. like insane. Um, but he wanted something hunting themed that he could lay and use as a bow tie. And I came up with, I came up with two options: uh, pheasants and antlers. And the pheasants seemed to work really good. So uh, I went, I went by his shop today, dropped off more pheasants, and he was actually inlaying them while I was there. And I should have got pictures and videos, but I didn't because I'm a bad content creator. But it worked out really well. It looks really nice. So I'll probably be offering those on my Etsy store in the nice. future. Nice. And then I picked up some more slabs from another local Sawyer that was across the street. I have a problem, I feel like. And I feel like all these local people know. Wood makes that a great backdrop. backdrop it really place. does. In, the, in a wood shop, you know, you want to have slabs in the background. It makes you look more legit. I have mini slabs. Look at all the wood I work smells with. Smells like rich mahogany. Like Andrew, I don't know. What does he sell? Lights? I don't know. That's all I see. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I feel like I feel like all these local woodworkers and sawyers and stuff know that if I show up and they give me a beer, I'll buy things. I feel like the the memo got sent around or something. Get him a little drunk. Because I stopped it. Whatever you want. I stopped at three places and I got three beers, maybe more, and I ended up buying things and I I wasn't planning on buying. So, That's usually how it happens. I feel like there's a little known known thing around town. Hey, if he shows up, just give him a beer. He'll walk in, out. In case it. of Dunlap break glass and it's like yes. a little refrigerated thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bottle opener. Um, I think that's about it. I'm going camping tomorrow. That's exciting. Yeah, there I'm going go. camping tomorrow oh, nice. too. Or yeah. Saturday. Camping. Where are you going? Oh, just locally. Where are you going? Uh, oh. It's a little lake in Iowa. It's a lake we've gone to since we were kids, so it's going to be pretty fun. Back when we were kids growing up and we had no money and we slept in canvas tents, now we get to go with our fancy campers. That's dope. Word flex? My camper has a fireplace, just saying. Seems unnecessary to flex on Wait, does it really? (laughs) Yeah, it does. It has a fireplace? Yeah. Fire, like propane driven? Oh, it's a fake fireplace. But it does blow off oh, heat. It's, it's just, it blows off heat. It, oh, it's it has, like a, it's, it's like an LED light. screen. Yeah, the LED screen. <laughs> but it blows off heat. It's a fireplace. So you have a light that puts out heat. Yeah. You have a hot light in your... <laughs> so it's a light. Why you gotta, why you gotta cool. downplay this? It's a fireplace. No, we're not. I'm just, I just would like to clarify what it actually is. You know, just maybe have my some facts. My camper also has a shower, I might add. <laughs> so, there you go. The hose outside? <laughs> there is a hose outside, actually. You do keep the hose That's outside. Both. I got two. Yeah. Anyway, he keeps all his hose in different area codes. Anyway, we're going to jump into the question segment. Uh, so we're going to. Oh, I guess I'm done. Oh, were you not yeah. done? I'm sorry, Dan. I'm done. Go ahead, Mike. You just okay, perfect. The chair uh, the... For anyone not watching. 
chair. He spun the chair. Yeah, and he crossed his arms. That was that's, perfect. That's perfect. peak pissed Dunlap. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> Let's uh, let's jump into our questions here. We got our first yeah, question yeah. is from Richard. Hey boys, this is Richard from RJ Woodworks. It's at RJ Woodworks on Instagram. RJ, Hammy. this question came about because a few weeks ago I had a buddy over. We were having some beers, and he saw a dado cut on a piece of wood in my garage and said, "Hey, how'd you make that?" So I was like, "Oh, real easy." I walked over to my table saw, flipped it on, and then immediately shut it off. And went through my mind was. Well, that was almost really stupid. What were you thinking? So my question to you guys is, when's the last time that thought has crossed your mind? Well, that was stupid. Could have been really bad. But maybe you caught yourself before it was too late. Doesn't have to be woodworking related, but that's kind of what I was thinking. Maybe you almost ruined a project. Maybe it was safety related. Maybe your kids are driving you up the wall, so you walk out, grab your dress to ice pick, and weigh the pros and cons of it. <laughs> It's cheaper to have someone else do it. I love Dan, that. I, love I that. don't know why, but I feel like this is in your wheelhouse. What a- oh, it's, this is absolutely in my wheelhouse. First of all, like when we pre-listen to the questions in the pre-show, um, when we pre-listen to this one, not only was it a little quiet, but um, I couldn't figure out what he did wrong at first. <laughs> like he was telling his story and I'm like, so what did he do wrong? I don't. I don't get it. Why did he, he turn it off? That's what was wrong. He never no, should have no, no, turned no. that thing off. He should have said Chicken he was making the cut. <laughs> he had beers and then he Chicken started down. up his table saw. That's the wrong. Apparently that's frowned upon. Um, uh, after talking to the guys, I know that is wrong now. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> after reading the room, I now know I shouldn't drink in power tools. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Saw Stop hit me up. I'd like you as a sponsor. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, man, I've done so many things. Like, we all have. Yeah, I just yesterday, just yesterday. So I'm gluing up these faux beams still that I'm I'm going to be putting in somebody's home. They're over twelve <laughs> feet long at this point, and I, I was going to get longer. I'm not ruling it out. Oh. I'm not ruling it out. Um, however, uh, so <laughs> um, I I was. I had them very precariously like balanced on my bench to to do the glue up, and seem accurate. One of the <laughs> one of the pieces, uh, twelve <laughs> feet long by six inches, one of the bigger pieces, uh, fell off Please. my bench and hit my ankle yesterday. Ooh. I don't know if you know this or not, but if you follow me in stories flip or flops. anything, really, yeah, I wear flip flops one hundred percent of the time. I don't even care. Um, so yeah, it hit me in the ankle. It hurt like a biatch. Well, I could say bitch. We got Andrew here. <laughs> um, he's like, he's yes, already christened us. Yes, um, so I yelled out a curse word, the F bomb in my garage with the doors open and, uh, I picked it up, put it back up on the bench and like almost immediately as I was trying to set it back up into place, fell again, hit me in the same damn spot in the ankle. <laughs> oh my God. I lost my ever loving mind and my ankle's swollen right now. It's sucking. And all I hear is like Benny Hill music. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been recording this. It, it might actually be in my security cameras if I go back oh, far enough. Uh, but yeah, Please I was, check. I just like lost my ever loving mind, just screaming. And my wife was like, what the hell happened out there? <laughs> Don't ask. I'm surprised <laughs> I can walk at this point. Yeah. That's just the latest mm-hmm. incident. And that was yesterday. So 
I, I've, <laughs> I've had so many accidents, I've forgotten about most of them. It's like lunch. I can't remember what I had for lunch two days ago. <laughs> anyway, Andrew, what about you? Oh, there's been plenty. Um, so if anyone has been following me for a while, they would know that I actually did get my fingers caught in a table saw, and I got very, very, very lucky. Do this for um, me. Oh. Oh no 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 we're good no oh. it, it was Go just it, I played I played the just a tip <clears throat> just a tip game um, <laughs> so I got I got I got my uh, pointer and my middle on my right right hand and uh, it was because I was not paying attention um, we call that I, the growler domestic <laughs> I, you have to you have to tell me what it is oh <laughs> our, no no our buddy uh, Jordan was on the show yeah. he just he just lost. Literally, or just he took out a massive chunk of his finger. Like a just few weeks was, back no, it was just tips, up. though. It wasn't like yeah, but it was not. like sliced down his finger. I mean, oh was, no, no! Yeah. But it's all there. He's all good. Everything. He's all there. no nerve it's damage. All moving. Yeah, yeah. he can still do everything. Dude, yeah. I just caught the tips of my fingers, and I was like down for a week. It was it, it sucked ass. It really did. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it happened, and then I just. You know, immediately shut everything down, and I thought that the piece of wood that had slid past me because it was kickback that really <clears> got <throat> me. Um, I I forgot to put my riving knife back in because for whatever reason I was using this you know rigid job site table saw and I had a crosscut sled, but I guess I didn't like I didn't know, so I I raised it up in the back and then pushed it, you know, to actually make the the clearance cut, mm-hmm. and I'd never went this way with it to actually cut the back. So I had to take my riving knife out. Um, but I wasn't paying attention. I took the sled off. I put the uh, riving knife. I went to go put the riving knife back in, completely distracted, forgot, and I went to go make a cut. Uh, it, you know, it binded up. I went to go push it through and it started to come back, but I jumped out of the way. And when I went to go jump out of the way, I put my hands down on the table saw Ooh. and I, and it was, it was on top of the wood that was kicking back. So when I just got my hands out of the way, I thought that it was just like, you know, uh, uh, a jointed cut at least because, you know, edges are sharp. But I realized it got me. So um, we all have those moments and it happens the best of everybody. And I know that there's a bunch of people out there that go, oh, you know, saw stop guys. Blah, you know, I, until it happens to you, you know, then it's it's like shit's going to happen. But uh, yeah. an oh shit moment lately. I'd have to say I had a bunch of offcuts that I was doing actually today. Um, <clears throat> so when I do my tables and I square everything up, obviously epoxy gets behind everything and you have to square everything up and get rid of the uh, pieces. And I've just been stacking them outside. As you know, if you know it's 110 degrees out, everything starts to tend to warp. And um, when you go to cut them up, you can't, you can't burn epoxy, so you got to cut them up and throw them out. So, <laughs> not with that attitude. Know, we, have this, we have these, you know, <laughs> I have these seven foot uh, cutoffs from all my tables and shit outside. So I'm like, all right, I got to cut these down into manageable pieces to put them in the garbage bags. They're all warped and stuff. So today, I actually had the oh shit moment of I was cutting all these on a miter saw, and some of them were sketchy, and I was just, yeah. So you know, you know what happens. Yeah, people can't see there, my hands right now. So. A couple of them did it, and I got through the pile, you know, without cutting my hand off. But uh, I think that was the closest thing. I've been really safe. Um, I Mike saw me. He uh, we had a little Bidwell um, discussion about you know people with their safety stuff, and uh, 
I'm like, there's no point in being a hero without using a push stick. I don't care what anyone says. Yep. Use the damn push stick. It's just, you know, it's just, it's stupid not to if you got it. So, uh, I don't know. I think that was the biggest oh shit moment I've had recently. Um, nothing serious. Pete, what about you? Oh, hello. Uh, I have several. I'm like Dan, but a little less oh, crazy. No. Well, no, I just, I've had time to think now about, about them and like thinking, I'll say three. So like thinking back to like when I was first starting out, uh, most of us had like some kind of like contractor saw, uh, or like those little jobs. Really, we all started with like job site saws first. And yep. a lot of times they were on like on carts so we can move them around. And, you know, first time I could like really remember doing that is like, cutting hardwood on like a dewalt saw that like dewalt job site saw with no outfeed table while it's on casters that aren't really well locked and the thing's starting to move on you and you're just like ah, like just that you feel like what do i do you pucker so hard you can make diamonds and like you figure out like oh i can turn this off or whatever but like it's scary when you're like trying to like and then like you reach up behind the saw no. to try to grab the it's oh. just like oh. i remember doing that oh. when i was first oh. reach around I was like, oh, okay, I need to build something. That's what I built my uh, my little outfit table for it, like where the whole thing was built into a four by six foot table. Way better. Uh, that was like the first time I remember being just like, what am I doing? This is so stupid. There has to be a better way. Um, a more recent one, this was about two years ago. Me and Emma are going to get married. I, I'm like, I want to make our Did she? Did uh, you the engagement. Her? Uh, it, uh, spoiler. Yes. <laughs> um yep uh she signed a prenup it was all good so uh (laughs) no i was making the uh the ring box but it was made out of burl and i was just like cleaning it up cleaning up on a sander i got it cut down to size on the table saw uh opened up and all that and at some point i was just like oh i want to clean up this cut let me take this burl small like two and a half inch by two and a half inch box that's burl to the joiner. Oh. <laughs> um, I still haven't found the other piece, and I've moved out of that shop now, so I don't know where it went. It's, it's gone. Uh, and I remember just losing it. I, I think like, I've heard what? the story before, and I love it Yeah, I've told it before. I'm like, what? <laughs> what was I thinking? Burl um, rocket. And <laughs> you burl rocket, basically. Do not do that. No burl. It's like it's like running end grain through a joiner. Insane. Um, the last thing is, and it's this, this isn't more like, an event, but Dan kind of made me think of it when he kept dropping stuff on his foot. But anytime I'm in the shop and I'm like, like I'm telling myself like, no, I'll just, let me just do this one more thing. But you're just not in a mood. You're just not freaking having it. Like you're in a shitty mood. You're tired. You're annoyed, whatever. Like you're just like there, but you want to get that thing done. So like you keep working and things just go wrong. Things fall. Like you have close calls or like, things just get damaged or you try to like fix that one little thing or finish up that whatever and you make the problem worse and then you walk away i i've had way too many of those in my my woodworking career and it's like when you if you're not feeling it if you're not having a good day uh if you're not being productive do something else that will be if you need to still obviously do stuff like this is your day job do something else like step away from the thing because you're just gonna call it like i can't tell you how many times like at least three or four times I've damaged a product that I was rushing to finish and made it worse and put myself under a worse timeline because of it. To so. be fair, that's why I take a lot of naps. A lot that's, of naps. And that's true. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a good you idea. Say, you told fair. me you, to walk away. So no, no. You walk walk away and then just take don't, a nap. Don't sleepwalk away. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So who's Mike? Did you go yet? I think it's I Mike's turn. Mike's no, turn. Please, Mike. Uh, I'd love to hear. For sure, I can't think honestly. I can't specifically think of a moment, but I for sure had moments where I was like setting up a cut and been like, hey, "This is this isn't right," and I, this doesn't feel right. I need to not do this, and I've had to like readjust for sure. That happens often. Like I just have to redo my approach to how I'm about to do this cut or something like that. But I, I've absolutely had moments where I'm like, "This is just gonna end up poorly," and I'm trying to think of t- times like that. <clears throat> there. There's definitely been times where I've been like, look, this is really, really dumb. What am I doing? I'm either too tired or I'm focused on the next process, not the process I'm working on or something like that. You need to be really mindful about the operation you're doing at that time because uh, we get ahead of ourselves. We're trying to like rush on a schedule or we're tired or something like that. And if you're not focusing on that moment, it could really go bad for you. So I think uh, I think exhaustion is the biggest key to yep. a lot of this stuff. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Uh, we got to be mindful of that. So naps uh, definitely been there. I just can't think of a good story or a specific moment. But it, I mean, I, I at least twice a week, I'm like, oh no, no thanks. Next, <laughs> stupid. So, yeah, uh, this is I, stupid. Wait, I forgot. I I, was, I wanted to kind of address one other thing that I started doing recently that he was talking about, which is drinking in a shop. Uh, I do not drink in a shop if I'm running power tools. Um, let's just say I used to be dumber and maybe I have some beers while I'm still doing stuff, like towards the end of the day, or if I'm just like whatever. I thought it was like, Oh, nothing. No, there's no excuse. So, uh, now what I do is, uh, my buddy turned me on to some pretty decent non-alcoholic beers. And if I like beer, I'll Adul's. still I'll, like, I'm, I'm drinking. No, actually, no, there's some way better ones, dude. Like really? Odul's is trash. I, I drink this, uh, Whoa, it's un- not better guest. than this. Though. How dare you? Yeah. That was, uh, that was a athletic shot. brewing company. Like this IPA. <laughs> I'm drinking one right now. Wait, I'm wait, 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 hold on. on. Is it an IPA? It's an IPA. Really? It's a non-alcoholic IPA and it's it, listen, it's no like IPA, but it's no. delicious. Okay. And I can drink this and run power tools and not have to worry about it. I, so I can, if you saw my story a couple of weeks ago and I was I was making a joke about my morning coffee, I had no duels at like 10 a.m. <laughs> Dude, I'll, <laughs> In the shop. I'll send you a link to the, these guys. Cause, well, Please. that's just one, uh, just one option. Like if you're craving something like that, like don't – I know there's a lot of people out there like I quit drinking, drinking their blue. beer and working on power tools and stuff. So like – don't do that. That's dumb. Yep. Don't get hurt. No, I quit. I quit completely. So I, I do tend to go to, um, you know, I mean, I, if you know, uh, Seaman custom builds, um, Scott, mm-hmm. Scott, and you yeah. know, um, Nashville yeah. timber, my buddy, Nick, um, I meet them for dinner every now and then. And, uh, we go to their spots of breweries and they enjoy their beer. And I quit uh, about two months ago, something like that. Awesome. So, uh, hey, good for you, man. Yeah. I just, yeah, man. I was like, you know, oh, what? Yeah, he does it. I can Good still- for him. I do it. You make fun of me every time. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes you just need no duels. Um, actually, no. I did. I did have. What did I have? I had two Stellas. I think in the last two months. That was about it. I let it slide. That's enough Stellas yeah, for a lifetime. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I definitely want to try that IPA. But no drinking in the shop. I do agree with that. I don't want to. I'm not shitting on anybody, but you know, I just don't want to see anyone get. Yeah, I feel like I'm being attacked now. Do just, it when you're cleaning up yeah. after you're done. I don't want to see. What anyone about get sanding? Hurt. Sanding, you can oh, drink. Sanding, sanding, sanding you can fine. drink. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. That's when I. That's when I tend to do it if I'm doing something. Lost his whole hand sanding. He just wouldn't <laughs> stop doing it. <laughs> 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 
Oh, or during glue ups, maybe that's why I dropped the board yeah. on my ankle. <laughs> yeah. There's just a board stuck to your chest. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you pinched your skin in it. Uh, it's a really oh, tight okay. Anyway, all right, that's ridiculous. Uh, the next question is from uh, Thomas, our friend from France. We love Thomas. Here's his question. Yeah, pl- get your ear earmuffs real tight there, Andrew. Yeah, it's about to get crazy. I, the accents definitely. French. Hey guys, it's Thomas from France, and I have a question for Andrew and you guys. As Pete said in the last podcast, it's time to get ready for Christmas. So I'm planning to make my very first batch of cutting boards to sell on my Etsy store. From what I saw on Andrew's Instagram, um, you make a lot of cutting boards. But some of them are end grain and some others are long grain. I always always heard that end grain, end grain sorry, was better, but is there really a difference between the two of them? And also, I saw on the internet some boards using exotic wood species like Purple Heart or even Wingy. Wingy? 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 I don't know. Um, from what I know, those kind of food are, have chemicals to protect them against bugs when they are alive. So I was wondering if it was really safe to use as cutting board material. I know that the French, like FDA, recommend only certain, t- certain type of food like walnut, beech, elm or poplar. Uh, what do you think of that? And yes, that's it for me. Thank you for your answers and have a great podcast. Bye. All right, well, Andrew. This is like geared towards Andrew. I mean, the question is mostly for Andrew. I guess it's for all of us. He said for all of us, but I mean, you're our guest. So I'll, I'll cover. Could you I'm understand what he first. said? I've ex- I've explained <laughs> this a thousand times to, uh, especially people at um, craft fairs. They the French. They typically don't. <laughs> they typically don't know <laughs> the, the the accent's awesome. By the way, um, he's great. So love that guy. The, uh, I've explained this a thousand times to people because um, there are very. It's a it's a there's a lot of tiers um, with <clears throat> cutting boards. So uh, first of all, you have your uh, face grain, you have your edge grain or long grain, as he would say, and um, end grain. So basically, I like to go with end grain at all times. Um, I do the other ones. I do more edge grains uh, than face grains, like. Just because I don't like the thinner boards, I like to have them uh, a decent thickness just because uh, durability, warping, stuff like that, I would rather have it um, thicker. So especially if I'm going to have them outside at these craft fairs and stuff like that, they need to um, they need to be able to hold up to sitting out there and not warping all over the place. Um, I do have a certain temperature that I tend to start bringing my catalog instead of boards. Um, but anyway. I never grains, thought about that. That's a pretty good point so my last show it was 95 degrees and it was about 60 percent humidity and it was disgusting outside um i brought i went to office max or office depot and i had them print out um 40 of my items that i had in stock and pre-order and um i brought a catalog of everything that i had and i didn't get any sales that way but i did have a customer actually just order a bar i went and picked up the deposit yesterday it's a a full river bar with the actual bar itself underneath um a full build 
So I did nice. get something out of it. It was, yeah, I don't know if, do we, do we discuss prices on here? You can. Yeah. Sure. So yeah that's it's, you want. it's a, it's a $7,500 bar and it's, uh, nice. it's right nice. here locally. Uh, beautiful house in Bellevue, uh, which is a town in Nashville. Wait, so wait a minute. What? No, no, no. no. Not yeah. It's Bellevue. Bellevue's in Bellevue's where Dan lives. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. Yes. Bellevue, Bellevue, yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. So, um, it's it is, like yours, but he's not behind you, Dan. <laughs> it is a, um, <laughs> It is a Nashville address. It's uh, you know, Nashville, uh, Tennessee, but uh, they call I don't it Bellevue. You. They call okay. it Bellevue. Um, <laughs> wait, is it spelled B E L L E V U E? Yep. Oh, there yep. you go. That same thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, beautiful house. Uh, this is crazy. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. Thank you. It's pretty nuts. Um, <laughs> He was waiting for it. So uh, one one thing came out of it. But uh, anyway, back to the end grain. So I always go for end grain. I really, really like to push that um, just because of the durability and the um, the patterns, first of all. Uh, end grain yeah, you can get always way more nicer. creative, right? Also so much nicer. Um, and it also keeps your knives sharper. So it's going to be a little hard to explain because I like to talk with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands like Ricky Bobby, but uh, – it's it's more like if you cut into a paintbrush that was standing up vertically and you separate the fibers and you take the knife out and everything comes back to place, it's basically what how an end grain works. So it keeps your knife sharp and it also leaves less scratches in the board, as you guys know. And um, yep. that's really yeah, why I do this. That's really why I go back to this that's really why I go back to end grains. Um that's why I call it self-healing, because like as you cut, it just keeps moving the hairs around. That's so good, exactly. Dan. Um, <laughs> of course, everyone knows this. <laughs> um, you know, the, the the downfall of them is they're uh, a lot more expensive, and they're depending on what we're doing. If we're talking about patterns like weaves and stuff like that, where uh, you know I've done the I've done the Feldhaus weave, and oh, that that's was, a crazy weave too. That was. Uh, oh, I, I think, think I remember the, seeing you post about that actually. The chainmail. I think yeah. that was a twelve-step board. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I added end caps and a border and stuff like that. So there was, I think it was 12 glue ups total, but, uh, so you can, you can get as crazy as you want with these things, but, uh, really it's durability and it's, uh, you know, uh, aesthetics and it's, they're just the best boards. Um, long grain or edge grain, uh, they're more affordable because it's typically one glue up. And, uh, you know, you're cutting against the grain, so you're going to leave more scratches in them. But, um, you know, if you're starting out, I think that the best thing to do is to start out easy. Uh, you start out with your face grains or your, um, your, uh, edge grains or long grains. But I think that there are some rules that really need to be said with, uh, with cutting boards. I think that there should be a minimum thickness. I don't like to go under seven eighths if I'm doing face grain, um, just because I don't want the board to warp and I don't want it to, um, be that light either. I also like to have a little bit of weight with my cutting boards because it tends to, you know, slide around the counters and I don't care if you have feet on them, but, um, I like to stay above seven eighths if I can. And then for my edge grains, I like to stay around an inch and a half to two inches. Uh, I do have some mm-hmm. boards available that are edge grain, they're two inches thick. And then my end grains, I've done three inch thick end grains. I've done two inch. I've also done one inch and actually laminated them to a board underneath to make it thicker because I wanted a certain design on top, but I didn't have enough material. 
Um, and now I'm doing the inlay ones. If anyone saw the my, I called it my immortal board, and it was the skeleton hands with the heart in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that That's one sick. was just I had to do it, and I wanted to just be creative and kind of have some fun with it. So uh, I found the skeleton hands on Etsy, and I took them and I wanted to go one above that and i put a heart in the middle so uh the heart was paduk as it should be it's red and then the skeleton hands were wenge which is a good point from uh, tomas mm-hmm. tomas right wenge tomas yeah so uh yeah wenge wenge how whatever you call it um wenge a lot yeah a lot of people say wenge <laughs> I, I call the wenge at first too um that's another discussion uh whether or not mm-hmm. certain woods should be used in cutting boards. Um, yeah, that was his other question, yeah. So, Dan, I'd love your input on that, too, at some point. So I just, I feel like you can use any wood as long as it's going to be end grain. Um, I have a zebra wood and leopard wood board available right now. That shit is so hard. And it's going to mm. be, it's going to damage some knives. But <laughs> I love the way it looks, and I know that basically anyone will cut on anything. They'll cut on plastic. They can cut on leopard wood and zebra wood, too. I don't care. Um, but if it was end grain, I kind of treat any wood except for pine uh, the same, or maybe and oak, did, too. Did he mention poplar? poplar? He did. I don't yeah. know, but poplar... He said, I think he said France, the, the France FDA, whatever that... Bureau yeah. is yeah. FFDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to do a hardwood? I, I walnut, beech, and yeah, poplar, elm, agreed. and poplar. And I wouldn't use elm because that is no. an open celled wood. I would not use elm yeah, personally. It's, it's, I'd do oak. So well, I do white oak, not red oak. No. White oak is closed cell. Um, what about? So actually, isn't wait? Is elm elm's a certain type of maple, right? Isn't no, that elm is its own species. Elm is, is elm, elm is an open cell. Walnuts open cell. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you can't put you can put white oak outside. You can't put walnut outside. It's better for keeping stuff. It's a closed cell wood. It's not. It's an open grained wood, but it's a closed cell wood. Gotcha. I never used oak in any of my cutting boards ever. Uh, I haven't either. But I would use it. But I have seen uh, guys like MTM Wood. If you know who that is on YouTube. Um, Yeah, he's that Russian guy, right? Yeah, he's out of his mind with these He does things. some amazing patterns. Amazing. And he used bog oak for one of his end grain boards. Straight up bog oak. Nothing nothing else. And it was one of the most incredible boards I've ever seen. Uh, actually, he, he wouldn't laid he wouldn't laid <laughs> maple into it, I think. But anyway, it was bog oak. And you can imagine how expensive that cutting board was. Was it super dark? Yeah. The bog oh, oak, it's like yeah. usually black, right? Oh like yeah, super black. Yeah, it looked like it looked like a Wenge board, but it didn't have like those tiger stripe. The stripes, yeah, yeah. Uh, super cool. But yeah, I'd say for uh, for starting out and putting your stuff on Etsy, I'd say stick stick with the easy stuff first, and then you can you know evolve into building a cross cut sled and um, doing end grains and stuff like that. But quality end grain is definitely the best for sure. Agreed, Dan. Well, since I feel like Pete was baiting me, and Andrew is... He is a masturbator. I am the master. <laughs> you guys ruined my joke. Uh, Andrew Andrew pretty much touched on everything. So I will say, uh, Pete have Pete and I have a long-standing uh, disagreement here. I oh, man. believe that White Oak and Ash are both very good 
for ingrained cutting boards. And Fighting. I value our friendship, and hence will not be speaking. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I just I don't agree I, with I, the ash part, but I do agree with yeah. the white oak part, one hundred percent. For ash me, is fine. like, so what is what is the gripe with uh, with with ash on Angrain and uh, as opposed to white oak? I know you said both, but you know, well, explain there, the one's difference. open cell and one's closed cell. Okay. That makes it's a di- they're ash both is open, open grain, cell, so to speak. Open but it's cell, very like, like, so is walnut. Yeah, it's the same as walnut, in my opinion. I mean, it's. You're not going to get that much penetration where it's going to cause a problem uh, for you, like salmonella. I think on an ingrain like, board, it's going to be fine. I would rather I would be fine. I mean, ash is fine. I mean, most of those boards are absolutely fine, fine on ingrain board. It's way way tight. I mean, it's the it's the compacted straws exactly. Conversation, That's what all trees but are. they're mm-hmm. so compact, it's not like things are getting in there. But when you turn it on its face grain, you have the open grain. That's where you're going to get crud in there open grain i mean if it's in grain i mean whatever board is going to be whatever it's going to do really well except for like a softwood like a true heartwood is going to be good i can't believe they have poplar on that list that feels like it's just gonna slurp up any unless they there is no there good. poplar like a little more different like european could poplar, be i mean be, there's a bunch of different poplar species i mean mappa, yeah, mappa is poplar mappa uh, burl is is poplar i mean yeah black poplar so, uh that's yeah. yeah. ultra soft ultra soft yeah um so isn't pop like regular poplar is considered a hardwood, isn't it though? Yeah, poplar is a yeah, hardwood. it is a hardwood. Yeah. This a hardwood isn't the difference between a hardwood and a softwood is that softwoods are cone bearing trees, and no, it has nothing to do with the hardness. Hard yeah. hardwoods are are conif- are not coniferous. Coniferous. They are deciduous Con- trees. They deciduous. they change seasons in the fall. And softwoods are cone bearing. They have pine cones. They have some. They're coniferous. They bear they're cones. Evergreen. That's the difference. Yeah. Yes, they they never they don't change in the. I think in the fall. Uh, they don't change colors. Old growth like fir is technically harder than poplar. It's harder than it is definitely po- harder hardwoods. than poplar, yeah. but it is yeah. a softwood. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah. I I I've never used poplar on any of my boards, and good that, man, you never will. I never will. You'll never see a cold brew board with poplar in it or oak. I don't think I'll ever use either. I'm doing oak and poplar now just to piss off the internet. I <laughs> with, a, with a PVC inlay. With a I PVC really inlay. Yes. There you go. I really don't like poplar. It is really ugly wood. Like I don't like it at just all either. Real ugly. It but smells bad. I will say, I don't notice the smell. I mean, it oh. does smell bad. I just don't notice any of it anymore. But <laughs> I think all my senses are all jacked up from processing wood and stuff. But um, and the eighties, man. What like and the eighties, right? <laughs> I th- like, but when it comes to like finishing poplar with like a paint grade, it like I'm doing pigmented lacquer oh, yeah. on it. It just takes it so nicely. It, it's so smooth and even. And like if you prime it and you do like a pigmented lacquer or a paint over it, it just takes it so well. Poplar is really rich man's nice. pine. It's not rich man's pine. It's just <laughs> no, the same guy's pine. It's it's no, it's, no, but if I'm, it's, it's so if cheap. I, <laughs> if I have the choice between like just just pine or poplar uh, for well, like yeah, board shelves or whatever, I'm going with poplar. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It definitely. Uh, I think it's a lot better. And then I'm painting it. Um, <laughs> another one that's good is uh, with it is uh, that. General finishes black polyurethane. Oh man, mm-hmm. that stuff's sick on poplar. It works so good. Anyway, that's a completely different conversation. But yeah, I mean, I agree with Dan. I think white oak's good. But on an ingrain board, I think that, I mean, it's just such a better way to go for boards if you're going to do boards. Uh, 100%. But well, like Andrew too. said, it's just, it's more work. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pay for it. Pony exactly. up, baby. I had, um, I, so I, there's, there's a lot of guys that sell them for, um, 
not enough. And there's a lot of really there's a don't. lot of there's a lot of work that goes into them, and people don't really get it. So, uh, explaining to your customers if they're ordering a cutting board, I like to give them the option. You know, I, I explain to them. I say, here, there's three steps of boards. Here's three different sets of prices, and this is what you're going to pay if you uh, want to go with this. So, you know, a lady wanted a, a cutting board. I actually delivered it. Did I deliver it today? Yeah, it was today because I stopped and got lumber. Um, it was a, just a regular end grain hard maple, uh, twelve by twenty, twelve by eighteen. It was three hundred bucks. I mean, that's that's you know, I, I think for me, yeah. that's a, that's a decent price. That's uh, a good yeah, price. Fine. Yeah. So you know, like I sold my most expensive board last week, which was the immortal, uh, the, the immortal board, and um, I had that up on my on my website for seven hundred. And I ended up running a quick sale, and I decided to take a hundred off, and someone bought it right there, six hundred bucks for yeah. a cutting board, and it was a lot of work that went into it, and it's truly one of a kind. But um, you can spend a lot of money on a cutting board. Feldhaus I sells do, his board for eight hundred. Yeah, I do like uh, for ingrain boards. I do a hundred dollars a board foot. That's my number without like any engraving or anything like that. That's just the number. That actually is three hundred dollars for a for a twelve by eighteen. Okay. Uh, in grain board is three hundred bucks. That's what I charge typically. Yeah. If it's like a face grain, I'll do like sixty five, <clears> and then <throat> if they want an engraving at seventy five, I just go by board foot. It makes it really easy. That's the thing I use. Okay. Yep. Um. So that's just that's. But uh. It's, but I don't do a lot of them. I don't. I don't. I try not to just do them anymore. They're just. You start doing so many of them, they just start becoming a thing. You're just doing so many boards, and it's great if you got. If you're set you know, up for it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like, if like you're geared for that, and you could do it, like there's so like there's so many folks in the community make such good money on them and it's like man that is that is really cool to see that for sure but i wanted to bring up this story you were talking about trying to explain to your customers about the pricing and uh i gotta like really dance around how i'm gonna explain this because a gal asked me to price up this table and uh i got the job but she was like hey i just want to tell you be really straightforward with you i've got this other guy pricing up the table as well i was like oh that's fine uh oh, no. that's i don't really like pay attention to the competition i just don't have time mm. for that but uh but I, I know who the guy is and i gotta really be, really be careful here because <laughs> he's in the community he uh it's no one you guys know but on, on his uh we'll say his website on his website he has his portfolio and on his boards he does all his juice grooves by hand no jig Oh, oh! <laughs> so they're like this, oh, no. and like at the corners, there's like stri- like the bit obviously straight away, and it's on like ten of the pictures of his boards. On his That's page. illegal. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, after I show you these pictures, I legally have to call the cops. But I wanted you to see these. I I sent her to this his is no site. evidence. Yeah, I, was, I sent her to his site and I was like, I just want you to know, like, this isn't the same thing, but this is the kind of quality you're going to get at that price point. Like, this this is what he deems to be good and acceptable. Um, and I really, I kind of hope he doesn't listen. I'm not calling him out. No one knows who it is. So, yeah. uh, Or her. But, yeah. <laughs> this individual who is a human may or may not listen. No, they... Uh, I, it's no, but really that's a good work. thing to point out. I mean, if they're I mean, willing it's really to overlook work? that tiny thing... Oh, they're going to overlook – if they're not overlooking it, they're showing it in their portfolio. Exactly. And it's a tight shot. Like it was a tight shot on, oh, on Look that. at this. It, it was like, look how good this is. And it's like, oh, no, you, you s- have like 
a learning I disability. Uh -oh. <laughs> so it was. <laughs> oh no! It was. It was like. Uh, it was really. It's really bad pictures. So anyway, it was. It was. The jigs aren't hard. It's that, tough. Hard it's tough big. when people see a number. They yeah. they see a number and that they determine that is the value in their mind. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it makes it really. Yeah, hard that's all they see. They all they see is the val yep. the number, and that becomes the value of this project. Is the lowest number becomes the value of the project, and it's really hard as a person, as a business owner, or as anyone who's doing anything, trying to sell your product out there. Um, and we had that question. What, was it? It might have been in the pricing class when someone asked like about competition. I think it was in the pricing class. Someone yeah. asked like, "How do you factor in your your competition?" I don't even think about my competition. Like you just can't. We don't do the same stuff. We don't do the same thing. There's no like competition. Like I just give them my price for my thing. But this was an instance where, like, I really felt like I needed to, I really felt like I needed to share with this. I wasn't, like, it was such an obvious concern. Like, it's such bad work. Do you really want to trust this person to make you this table? Like, no, you don't. So, sometimes those problems fix themselves. But anyway, it, yeah. I know Andrew and I have had this conversation a bunch of times about people in the community going real cheap on things. And, yeah, uh, look at the river makes, tables. Like, well, it's not just that. It's just there's people who have... um they have a full-time job and they do this also. And that's great. Hobbyist pricing. But like for fun. It's hobbyist pricing. Yeah. yeah. So for them, they don't need to make a margin yep. and it's really tough. And then when you start, it's like at the point now where I'm literally at the point with the guys, my burden rate, my cost to have me, Sean and Matt all working. Like I need to hit a certain revenue threshold a day or things start to get kind of weird. So like now I'm starting to look at projects and be like, I don't even want that job anymore because I'm not going to hit my dollar yeah. amount. Like I, I could tell them, Hey, yeah, we'll do you a cutting board, but I have to hit you with my shop one day rate. And no one wants to pay that much for a cutting board. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like really $13, tough. $13,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But look at my juice is, grooves. <laughs> yeah. But the juice grooves, there's no, there's no zigzaggies. You know See, the problem is all these hobbyists, they're, they're, they're also, most of their customers are family and friends, Yes, which right. that's, that's when you get into the pricing trap. Uh, and I think, most of us have at this point. It's apples and oranges. Past, like, it's not the same. It's not the same. We don't. Not yeah, like we thing. don't. We almost want to. I almost want to charge extra if it's family and friends, because <laughs> like I, I don't want to like give them the price. I want them to know my price now. Uh, I've been telling conversations. I've been telling uh, family and friends like they'll reach out and ask me if I can make them the thing, and I'm like, you know what? You pay for the materials. You come over, and I'll walk you through how to how to do it. I'll help you and we'll work together. Ugh, that sounds horrible. I don't have a a bunch of employees running around. I, I can But you have a yeah, you, have, you have a bunch of commissions and stuff running yeah, around. But you're, you're busy. I feel like this is easier and people will walk away from that more than they will be. Oh, you're you're putting it out there for them to say no to. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well damn, we have a bunch we of vertical tables you have to make. What's that? Dan's got we got the one finity. Yeah, 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 employees. That's yeah. employee. Okay, he, he does. My I misunderstood groups. you, Dan. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you bring everything over here. I'll show you how to build it, and they immediately. Want yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They exactly. Want to do it. They they no, talk themselves it. out of it. Yeah, that's that way. I'm not that's... saying no, but they're the ones saying no. Like, <laughs> uh, maybe not. Okay. That's why I try to like. So the the, the lady that went yesterday about that bar, uh, I went over there and I was just kind of looking around. I mean, first of all, it's in the basement, so I'm like, all right, I got to make sure I can get this thing down there. Uh, so I, could, you know, assess the situation. But uh, while I was there, they were, you know, we were talking about the process, and it's kind of hard to explain it. So I kind of like to show it, and I showed that video that I posted of the this table, the the moon dust table, and it's a lot easier for someone to understand and go, 
holy shit. I mean, I know, I know it's a lot of time lapses and there's a lot of steps that aren't in there, but like, even from just seeing that much of the process, they start to understand like, okay, there's a lot of work in that. So uh, I do have one of those Feldhaus chain weave uh, boxes and it's a full wrap around. Everything matches. And then you take the lid off, which is also custom. And I have a weave in that too, but you take it off and you look in the inside and everything matches on the inside as well. Everything's mitered and it all matches up. So, you know, when someone looks at it and they're like, oh, that's really cool that you painted that. And I'm like, ah. right. so I take, up, I take up the, uh, I take out the video of, you know, when I was cutting the diamonds out of the, um, out of the blanks on the table saw and I show them that and they're like, it's all wood. And I'm like, yeah, that's why it's $1,200. Like, it's- Yeah, you're, you're selling something that a woodworker understands to a person who does yes. not do woodworking. That's the hard part about this stuff. Like yep. you're so, like a woodworker goes, oh, okay, I can see that because they know. That's the hard part. And that's something I work into my conversations in very early into conversations with customers. Like when I know a build is going to have – I think with like cabinet pricing mm, – I don't want to get down this because I don't want to make it sound like I think pricing cabinets is easy. Pricing cabinets is not easy. That's a pain but with cabinets, ass. I think people have an idea – that this is going to be a pretty expensive thing just because of the size of the thing. There's logistics involved, and I don't think that pricing cabinets is easy. But I think people buy kitchen cabinets more than they buy other pieces of custom work. So there's well, no baseline. And they spend money on it, a serious yeah. amount of money on What's kitchen up, cabinets. Well, here's a, here's a thing that you could prob- probably relate to. Uh, I've had conversations with uh, potential customers where they wanted a live-edge table and they didn't think it was going to be very expensive because it's a live edge table. You really it's don't have to do table. much work. Yeah. All, all you got to do is sand I mean, it. They don't understand. I, that's my yeah. favorite conversation. There's a ton of work that goes into that. We, I actually, that's what I was getting to is I was going to say is that I try to get it is natural. And I've gotten better and better at it, at it over the years. But I really try to, in conversation during our first real phone call, go over all the steps with them in at least a snapshot sort of way so that they understand that, yeah, I'm not just like grabbing a tree out of the forest and like cutting it real quick with the bandsaw and then we just throw some legs on there and then we run it to your house and I charge you $13,000. No, there is two weeks of work with two employees working on this thing five days a week, 10 hours a day, getting this thing done. You know, I mean, this is just, that's just how it is. Like, that's what it is. So there, you know, and that my I've told you guys a story about when I work with Urban Wood Rescue here in Sacramento. Customers will bring a slab to me for flattening. And then I always do this sales method. I go, so how are you going to, what are you doing for the finish on the top? And they have no idea. And then I'll ask, then I'll like get down the conversation and be like, how are you going to stabilize this slab? There's a bunch of, mm-hmm. are you going to do bow ties or are you going to do epoxy? And they don't know. They don't know. They're DIY people who <clears> think <throat> they can buy a slab from a slab yard, take it home, and then they're going to figure out how to build a table, something that's taken people years. Remember that white out. epoxy table you did? Yeah. Or yeah. that you re, re- that flattened re- for re- someone? Re flattened and then refixed the yeah. That guy put uh twenty eight gallons of epoxy into a five by ten table and it was not properly cured. Yeah. Anyway, uh it was uh yeah, the whole th- I, we, I had to I had to have one of my partners make a base for him. It was an absolute anyway, it was a nightmare. Um peop, you, it's real I try to express to the people like yeah, it's really cool the idea of making your own table, but I don't think you yeah. quite understand that like you don't have any of the tools to make this table work. Like it is relatively easy for Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap, but all those people who have tools to do these jobs because we have, you know, I have $100,000 worth of tools. So of course I can make your $10,000 table in a few days. Yeah. 
but that's what you're paying me for. Exactly. Now you can go do it. You can go buy all those tools if you want. And you can buy a $100,000 table, which makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense for anyone to do that. So, you know, there's there's all these things. It's like the conversation we had earlier about doing your own oil. Yeah. It's the same conversation. Like, this is what we do. We build these pieces for a living. And it's about the the cutting boards. The people who do cutting boards, they they have all the jigs set up in their shop, all the things they need specific for that stuff. And that's the difference. Like, I'm not going to do my own oil. One, I hate it. I hate doing it. Two, there's a guy or a gal I can go up the street and I'll so pay you, them I, 70 bucks and it's done. I saw you do it on your tractor though. That was dope. <laughs> was dope. <laughs> I, do anything on the tractor. Right. <laughs> um, I did everything. I flushed everything. On that if Mike could put a bed on the tractor, he'd sleep there. That thing's sick. I love that tractor. I can be on that thing all oh, day. You're, you're absolutely no. right, man. You know, live edge slabs, they're, they're, they're a lot more work than people think. Uh, they're more work than a... T- a dimensional table. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. They just 100%. are. I did the, uh, I mean, you they guys absolutely seen, are. You guys saw that Paduke table I built. I mean, that was the first thing I built in the shop when I moved here. That's a 10 foot by three foot table. I didn't have any means of flattening it. So I built my own router sled, 42 <clears throat> inches wide by 11 foot on a, <clears throat> on a, on a, on a that's a one week project right there. Just yeah, building was, the flattening sled. You know, and I, I went hardcore on it. I put the bristles on it. I put dust collection in the plate and everything. Like, I, I went right, ham on it. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't take two weeks. But, um, you know, I, I went ham on that thing. But you imagine how much that Paduke slab costs. I mean, it's one piece of wood, 10 by 3, and it's Paduke. You know, like, people don't get it. So, I had yep. I had someone that actually spit their drink out at the fair that I brought it to. So, I brought this 10-foot table with uh, my hand-cut dovetail base with a maple stretcher, and the rest of it was Paduke. I brought that table in my trailer to the show and put it on the streets of Nashville uh, in April. And Brave man. Yeah, with a matching waterfall bench, eight-foot waterfall Paduke live-edge waterfall bench. And uh, the price here was I was doing it for twenty-two five for the set, and I have it on my website for 25000 shipped. Um, so... I had someone spit their drink out when they asked me how much the table Not was. Not on the table, I hope. No, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> they they turned and spit. It was it was honestly like one of the moments that I was just like she really just spit her drink out? Like I was just like, Wow. Yeah. She you she can't fathom that at all. No like, idea. No. And, but then you have <laughs> these other guys that are doing these I don't know if you know um the history behind it, the the Bibwell tables. So a bunch of those tables that are uh, being built by uh, two makers in specific right now. Um, a bunch of trees that General Bidwell had planted out in California, and the trees came down due to some infection or whatever. And uh, and now they're turning all these you know crazy bestone walnut tables that are twenty foot long, and they're slapping metal bases on them and selling them for seventy five grand. Well, they're selling. Damn. Them. So I mean, they are selling them. Yeah, it's all about the client, and I'm I, I'll tell you, you know, I'll t- I'll tell you the two guys after the show, but um, you know, both of them do beautiful work. I'm not knocking anybody for their work. I'm just saying that you know, if if someone can take a a, a walnut slab that's 15 foot long and put a metal base under it and sell 50 grand, I can take my handcrafted wood hand cut dovetail stretcher, paduke and maple base, and put a 10 foot. Paduke slab on top of it and sell it for twenty two five, and no one should be spitting their drink out. 
That's my point. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Absolutely. That's not the that's not the client. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just yeah. Some, that's I mean, literally that's literally someone off the street. Yeah. It was it was crazy. <laughs> Quite <laughs> literally. Some homo. It's yeah. Crazy. Literally. <laughs> but still, it's yeah. But, it's the it's the point. You you said Let's, that you should be able to to sell it for that, but hell, you can sell it for whatever you want. Yeah, no, I could. Yeah. Realistically, I could put it up for seventy five thousand. And you know, honestly, at this yeah. point, I probably have a better chance of selling it. You know what? That table's <laughs> worth whatever somebody's willing to pay for it. If you yep, sell yeah. it for a hundred and somebody buys it for a hundred, it's worth. As 100. soon as exactly. two adults shake their hand on the deal and the money is exchanged, that's the value of the table. Exactly. Bottom line. Yep. So, and it's yeah. about what finding if it's the a client. child and an adult. As long as it got money. Uh, Listen, right. I've had the show. I've, <laughs> I've had I've had a uh, a kid at a show convince their parents to buy something. I will say that. There you go. See, at a child rate. adult. Child adult deal. Child adult. <laughs> All right. Child adult episode. deal with Andrew Fisher. No, no, stop, stop. 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 No, this is not going to be a segment on the show. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking no, show title. Hey, let, let's wrap this thing up. We're actually really deep into this episode. We're an hour and 36 in. Whoa, what? wow. So, uh, Damn. Yeah, stop, episode. stop it. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's get this one wrapped up. Big we, thanks to Andrew for coming on the show. This is a really good conversation. I'm not thanking him. We went too long. We easily could have kept going longer. So big thanks to That's Andrew for coming said. on the show. Go, go check, go, go she check did out. Not Andrew. Say that. Fifteen uh, years, she's never said that. Go, go check out Andrew at Cold Brew Woodworking on Instagram, and uh, yeah, go give him some support, give him some love. Hell yeah! If you don't already, uh, I, thanks for having me on the show, guys. I really appreciate yeah, man, it. It was, it was fun. Really thanks for being it. on. It was yeah. great. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was so, waiting for you. And uh, I'm sorry you lost that bet. Mike. So uh, <laughs> you're gonna send us a check in the mail, or are you gonna Venmo us? Yes. Uh, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna send a uh, carrier pigeon with some cash. Right. Outstanding. <laughs> That's got to be a big pigeon to carry all that money. Oh yeah. Hey, big quick programming note. Uh, next week we have Brad Rodriguez from Fix This Build That on. So join us next week for that. Um, I think. Well, we have guests lined up for the next month, don't we? Uh, yeah. I don't. Got a lot of right guests in front of me, but we do. Uh, actually, I can. I can pull yeah, it up right uh, in front so of me we right have, now. We got uh, Brad Rodriguez. We have Brad. Then we have Alma from Pixel yeah. Studio. Then. No, no podcast because Pete is gone, and then no pad- ca- podcast because Pete's I am getting gone. married again. Two weeks off. So we're gonna. <laughs> and then we got Joni. Then we got Joni Sprague on uh, August first. Oh, nice. That's gonna nope, be a hilarious one. September first. September first. So Joni will be on, and then Jeff and Jess from Two and will Jess be on on the eighth. Yeah, Jess Important. will be joining us. Jeff and Jess will be here that week, so we actually have. And a then uh, that's all we booked out. So yeah, we've got a couple other ones that I'm waiting for some answers on a couple other things yep. to get on the schedule. So Ron uh, Swanson, anyway, Ron Swanson will be on the show oh, man, in December third. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't have any. That would be that incredible. Uh, Offerman would be amazing. That's I'm. Just I can never Offerman remember his real name. Yeah, no. Maybe well, maybe I shouldn't have him on the show either. then. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember no. Paul Jackman's Mr. real name Ron? most of the time. Jack Jack Palman. <laughs> Uh, we call him Pat every time. Pat, oh, dude, Paul Patman. I can't think of one of those uh, without each other. It's so funny. Yeah, so it's, funny. it's peanut butter and jelly for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, anyway, big thanks to uh, big thanks to Andrew. Big thanks to all of you guys for supporting the show. Keep sharing the show and your uh, stories and help spreading the word. We got uh, we've had a real nice jump in downloads recently, and uh, we're really excited to see the numbers up like this. So we really appreciate we're killing it. In France. Yeah, we're killing yeah. it. We're huge in France. So. And I believe we'll talk to you guys we owe a week. lot to uh, Thomas for that one. It's Thomas. Thomas is really bringing in the French numbers. He's, he's our demographic. Leader. That's awesome. Uh, thank you and bye. Thanks, guys. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Love you long time. Bye.